0: use coupon code Kumute radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now is Suman Moktarian. He'll be fighting on December 2nd at UFC Adelaide versus Sadiq Yusuf in a featherweight bout. What's going on, Suman? Seven, brother. Not much, man. Uh, let's get into it. Your knee injury your recovery talk about that
1: yeah um it's been seven months now since surgery it'll be eight months since uh i've had a complete knee reconstruction an acl uh, reconstruction on my knee um and yeah it'll be eight months since then so it's pretty quick recovery you know um but you know when the ufc call you go
0: you know it kind of reminds me of tony ferguson you know how he had his knee injury and he came back and he fought in that short period of time. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like your knee? What's up? Tony did it in like four or five months. Oh, was it four or five months? I thought it was around like eight months or so. I don't don't know. He said
1: something ridiculous. It was more than eight months. Like it was like less than eight months. I mean, like it was something ridiculous. I was like, nah, I couldn't do that. But yeah, it, it is a quick recovery um you know but i think uh, when i had surgery i was always active like uh within like two days of like getting surgery i was going to the gym every day and um even though my leg was like in a brace and i I couldn't move it at the time i was still going to the gym every day so i was always trying to do something i was always trying to walk i was always trying to like show something so then when my knee got a little bit better and i was teaching um, every day, I'd be doing certain movements, and I think that just being around the gym and being around everyone uh, like kept my knee recovering a little bit quicker than uh, than a normal person that was just going to physio and coming home. I was doing my physio, but then I was always trying to be active and go to the gym. Um, even when my knee was getting slowly, slowly better, I'd be shadow boxing every day and, and stuff like that. So it got better.
0: Did you? Uh... Gain a little bit of weight in that time, or were you always fit?
1: Yeah, um, I went to, when I got back from the Ultimate Fighter, when I left the Ultimate Fighter, I was like 86 kilos, um, which is pretty big for me. So I went from being 66 to 86 within like 10 days. I blew out with all the free food. Um, But then after surgery, um, my weight started to kind of like get back down to about my normal walk-around weight. You know, which is about uh seventy nine eighty kilos, and uh, yeah, like as soon as I started uh, just getting back in shape a little bit like the weight just kind of came off, and I just got back down to my natural weight and uh I never I like needed to diet or anything to get myself back into shape, even though I blew out a little bit uh right before surgery, uh, my body just kind of molded back into itself
0: you know you're coming off the ultimate fighter, a lot of guys. Not, actually, not a lot of guys. A few guys have gotten contracts. Who do you feel deserves a shot in the UFC that did not get the call yet from the show?
1: Um, trying to think about who, did the, who didn't get the call yet. Well, if you'd ask anyone, like, I'd always say my boy Alex. He went through the trials, got to the end, didn't make it on the show, but he would have walked through everyone on that show. Um, So I would say him. But uh, honestly... uh. I feel like Ricky Steele obviously should have gotten a shot in the UFC. Um, Ricky beat me, and he beat me fair and square. Um, You know, no excuses about that. He he beat me. I feel like uh, he should have gotten a shot or gotten a contract at least. He recently had surgery um, on his foot, which is going to leave him out till 2019. But I I feel like if anyone deserves a a shot in the UFC right now, it's uh, Ricky Steele. He, He got a win over me, and, you know. Uh, if, if I can get to the UFC uh, without fighting since the Ultimate Fighter, so should Ricky Still, you should get that opportunity as well.
0: You receive a lot of hate online, but a lot of people, they don't really know your story. They just think you're a guy that's from the Ultimate Fighter, but they don't know six years ago you started from scratch with your brother, built the gym, built a team. Now you got three fighters in the UFC. And many prospects coming up with multiple titles tell me about your struggle with bringing this team up so we literally
1: like i think it would have been like six and a half years ago started from nothing um literally like we started training like Jiu Jitsu by itself uh at, at that time you know like six and a half years ago or yeah it would have been about six and a half years ago um and we never even had the thought of fighting in the UFC or, or nothing. We were just training at a local gym and hoping to fight and one day make it somewhere, like something very small. And then uh, a lot of things went wrong in life. And we just decided to try and do something better, do something bigger, um, look for something where we can keep looking forward to it. And um, after my brother had his first fight, which like I had to find a promoter through – Facebook. Like I just started messaging random MMA promotions. I didn't know anything or I booked him his first fight. And after we got that rush of his first fight, you know, we were like, we wanted to keep doing it, keep doing it. How are we going to do it the way we wanted to do it? By building a gym. You know, we thought if we're going to do something, do it to an extreme. Um, opened up a gym, like not knowing anything as well. Again, being two white belts. Um, I had never even had a fight before. My brother had had one amateur fight and um you know i'm going from that and opening up a gym getting trainers um finding the right trainers through the years and then us learning getting our blue belts getting our purple belts um you know learning through our own gym yeah we learned through the coaches that we brought in to our team like we've literally learned everything in the industry in six years now this is, is some for a lot of fighters. It just goes to one thing. They go to the gym. They come back and they learn about that. Yeah, I've learned the ins and the outs, and I've I've negotiated from small regional shows now to the UFC, and and you've seen like the proof is in the pudding. You know, it's not rocket science. If I can do it in six years, a lot of these other guys should be able to as well. You know, I've gotten my brother there. I've got Nadia there. I've gotten myself there. You know. Um, obviously, we've had good people around us, but these are people that we've brought in around us, you know. And these, uh, they all pay like a big contribution to the success of Australian top team, you know. Through the years, um, you know, we we've gone to shitty little shows. We've gone weekend to weekend, from state to state to state to state, and put fighters everywhere, you know. We we did all the all the little little things. You know, we did, went to every little local show, whether it was for a shitty little kickboxing fight. Why? Because we wanted to learn. We wanted to be a part of the industry, and we wanted to soak up, like, a, as much knowledge in the industry as we could in the in these six years. And it's gotten us so far that we've gotten to the UFC, you know. We wanted it so much, and not just in, in, a, in a fighting term, you know, but, like, by coaching our guys and, and making them as successful as us, you know, because we wanted this dream so much, we've we've gotten two half brains. I won't even give us a full brain. I, I, I say two half brains together, me and my brother, and um, and we've built something great that we can be happy for, and like a lot of other people can be happy for as well. I don't see any other gyms doing that, you know. I don't see it. I don't see it. Australian top team isn't me. Like when we talk about what me and my brother did, we speak about what Australian top team did, like what everyone did around us. Um, and I don't see anyone doing what what we've done. You know, they can hate as much as they want. You know, they can say, oh, uh, why'd they do this or why'd they do that? Anyone can say whatever the fuck they want, All right? At the end of the day, no other gym has been able to do what we've done in the short amount of time and with, like I said, two half-brained idiots uh, running the thing. You know, no one's been able to do that. So as much as they want to hate on that, they can hate on that. But we just keep doing our things. We've learned all this in six years. Imagine in another six years' time, what we're gonna do?
0: Definitely, man. It's an incredible story, and you still have a, a huge future for you and your team. You're only in your mid twenties, so it's mm. it's crazy to think that you're only in your mid twenties and you've done so much. Yeah,
1: you know, and like people, people are always gonna say, you know, like I've got big things that I'm planning for after the UFC. You know, like, I'm already, like, I was speaking to someone today, they were like, oh, so what are you going to do after the UFC? And I'm already, like, speaking about what we're going to do and, and other plans. I've got big plans. Like, it's not it's not the uh, – th- there's a lot more highlights in my life that I'm going to have even after this.
0: All right, let's get into this fight. You only got a few weeks until it happens. When did you find, up, find out about your opponent and how long have you been training for this fight?
1: Okay, so uh, today is the what, – what's the date today? Today is the 12th. The 12th. Okay, so the 12th. Um, I found out on the 4th. Oh, okay, on the 4th, uh, I was – I think I was uh, contacted, which was a Sunday. So I was contacted on the Sunday – and I was asked, oh, well, would you um, be good to fight? You know, or are you willing to fight in uh, four weeks' time at UFC Adelaide? And then my response was, yeah, fuck yeah, I am. You know, like, uh, I'll never say no. You know, everyone knows that. Like, I'll never say no to, to, to that opportunity, especially, like, if they've seen how I fought in The Ultimate Fighter as well. Um, I was never going to say no. And um, they said, okay. Uh, we'll get back to you. And then they got back to me with another message, I think that same day. And they said, uh, Sadiq Yusuf, said his name. And then I said, yep, let's do it. Doesn't matter who. Um, and then the very next day, I got a contract. And then the very next day after that, somehow it was announced all over the internet.
0: Sadiq Yusuf, was that a name that you expected to hear? Or was it a complete surprise to you? Well, fighting was a
1: complete surprise to me. Um, like, I didn't think I was going to fight this, uh, this year or this soon, to be honest with you. Um, I thought, like, uh, I'd fight next year. You know, I thought that the UFC would want to see me fight next year again. Um, if it wasn't for the UFC, I wouldn't be fighting this soon after surgery. I would have just given myself just more time um, to get, like, everything in, in order. But, um, but I'm fit and good to fight, you know, so I thought, why not, you know, no risk, no reward.
0: Yeah, it seems like that's your personality. Once the opportunity yeah. comes, you're going to snatch it up because even though that there are some risks to it, you just got to do it. Yeah,
1: like like I said, like you would always hear from any of us, uh, we're blessed with opportunities. What we do with the opportunities uh, are, um, are, are what's important, you know.
0: Your upcoming you know, opponent... Sadiq Youssef, what are your thoughts on his skill set? You know, he's a uh, Tuesday Night Contender guy. He won a contract. He's a young, flashy guy. Tell me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, um, I've seen Sadiq Youssef on The uh, the Ultimate Fighter. I think he might have been on the episode where Jim Crute was on. And, um, yeah, he looks like a, a very explosive striker. Um, comes from a wrestling base, you know, so... Um, he's got that uh, that explosiveness in his feet uh, to be able to come forward. I know he's got uh, he hits hard, you know he's got nice kicks as well. Um, I just think that yeah, he's he's just a, a good, well-rounded fighter. I don't I don't see anything really um, too special. I know he's going to come out hard. I know he's going to come out strong. I expect that, and I like to meet fire with fire. You know, so um, I'm, I'm expecting him to bring the fight early. I'm um, expecting him to try and make it real dirty early and the fire back me up to that cage like he's done against everyone else. And, um, you know, I like that. I like it when someone wants to come forward with me. Um, I don't like people that, that are going to back up. And, you know, it just it was like that fight with Ricky. So, um, you know, I'm happy that I'm going to get someone who's going to meet me um, and, and fall into my game. You know what I mean? uh I'll be, there's a lot of things that that I've seen as well um I'm sure he's seen a lot of the videos and and things on me um but uh, I think that uh this is a good fight and I think that a lot of people that uh might write me out in in this fight uh, are, are going to be very very mistaken uh you know my team is confident i'm confident and um it's going be it's gonna be a very 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 good fight and I can't wait.
0: He's an aggressive guy, you know. He moves forward, but we just saw recently in the Korean Zombie versus Yair Rodriguez fight that that aggressiveness can backfire. And do you see that happening in this fight?
1: I do, I do see that. Uh, <laughs> I do see that happening. Um, you know, uh, I think that it, it's, it's not the best thing for... Like, I, I want someone to come and meet me. You know, um, I, I want him to come in, inside and uh, they fall into my game in, yeah, in Rodriguez's case and Korean Zombie. That's uh, that was something I've never seen or never expected. Like I was watching that and I just could not believe what I'd, I saw. The first glance that I had from that angle, I thought it was like a headbutt or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't believe that that it had happened, but when I seen that it was an elbow and people were saying that it was lucky and stuff like that, uh, that is not luck, that's that's blind skill. That's something that he didn't even have to think about. That was a human body movement for him in, in combat. And, um, and he got that knockout. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be able to knock someone out like that, but um, but I've got a few things. And like I said, I know that Sadiq is gonna come out hard. He's gonna come out aggressive. and and um, my goal is to obviously use that aggression against him. And,
0: yeah. You know, you've had some interesting moments online throughout the last year with the poster yeah. gate and all those things. When you look back at all of that stuff, and now you're actually going to debut for the UFC, and they don't have a poster for you, are you kind of angry?
1: <laughs> uh a little bit. I feel like it still hasn't hit me that I'm fighting in the UFC um because I haven't gotten a poster. Like what the hell? But I'm thinking I have to make my own poster again. Really I could I could bang myself out a good poster tonight about uh with me and Sadiq. I'm sure Sadiq would be pretty ha- happy about it, but um I'm sick of doing these posters and not getting the pr- appreciation and love that I deserve so for it. Um but no I like Uh, Some people actually thought I was fighting Ben Ashkin, so that was pretty cool.
0: (laughs) All right, man. December 2nd, UFC Adelaide. You're facing Sadiq Youssef in your UFC debut. Man, it's going to be incredible for you, man. I'm glad you're getting this opportunity. And it's always good talking to you, man. Thanks for the time.
1: No, no, no. Thank you, bro. Always good time for you.